Welcome to Nations of the World podcast series, where we explore a different nation of the world in each episode. Our aim is to bring you, the listener, on an audio journey to discover interesting facts that make each country unique. Welcome to Andorra. This is Segment 1, Bare Bones. The inhabitants are called Andorran. The official name is Principality of Andorra, or the Catalan pronunciation is Principat d'Andorra. The capital is Andorra la Vela. The land size is 468 square kilometers, or 181 square miles. It is about 2.5 times the size of Washington, D.C. The population, according to 2019 World Bank, is 77,142. The official language is Catalan. The official religion, there is no state religion. The monetary unit is the euro. The flag. The Andorran flag was officially adopted in 1866 and standardized in July of 1993 when they joined the United Nations. The flag features three equal vertical bands of blue, yellow, and red, with the national coat of arms centered in the yellow band. These colors are said to represent Andorra's independence from both France and Spain, with the blue and red from France and the red and yellow from Spain. Centered on the yellow stripe is the Principality's coat of arms. It features a quartered shield with the emblems of, starting in the upper left and proceeding clockwise, Urgell, Foix, Bern, and Catalonia, with a motto that reads Virtus Unita Fortior, Strength United is Stronger, underneath. Form of Government It's a parliamentary co-principality, with the President of France and the Catholic Bishop of Urgell, from Catalonia, Spain, as the co-princes. Segment 2, Heart of the Nation Geography and Climate Andorra is located on the Iberian Peninsula in the eastern Pyrenees, bordered by France to the north and Spain to the south. It consists predominantly of rugged mountains, the highest being the Coma Pedrosa at 2,942 meters, or 9,652 feet. The lowest point is Runer River at 2,755 feet. Andorra has alpine, continental, and oceanic climates, depending on the altitude. Due to its higher elevation, there is on average more snow in winter, and it is slightly cooler in the summer. May, June, and August are usually the rainiest months. In the winter, due to the influence of the Atlantic fronts, there is a great amount of snowfall in the mountains. The country in general is characterized by a temperate summer and a long cold winter. Avalanches are a natural hazard in the country. Environmental areas of concern are deforestation, overgrazing of mountain meadows contributing to soil erosion, air pollution, and wastewater treatment and solid waste disposal. Vegetation There are about 3,500 species of plants. Wildlife. The whole country has been recognized as a single, important bird area, or IBA, by BirdLife International, 
because it is important for forest and mountain birds and supports populations of red-billed chuffs, citril finches, and rock buntings. There are also eagles, vultures, and ducks. There are wolves, bears, rabbits, and other small mammals. The common otter is among the country's threatened species, while the Apollo butterfly and the lesser horseshoe bat are vulnerable species in Andorra. People The Andorran people are a Romance ethnic group of originally Catalan descent. Spanish nationals account for almost 43% of Andorra's population. Andorrans are 33%, Portuguese 11%, French 4.4%, and other at 6%. Two-thirds of residents lack Andorran nationality and therefore do not have the right to vote in communal elections. Moreover, they are not allowed to be elected as prime minister or to own more than 33% of the capital stock of a privately held company. The historic and official language is Catalan, a Romance language. The Andorran government encourages the use of Catalan, funding the Commission for Catalan Taponomy in Andorra, and provides free Catalan lessons to immigrants. Andorran TV and radio stations use Catalan. Spanish, French, and Portuguese are also commonly spoken. Most Andorran residents can speak one or more of these in addition to Catalan. English is less spoken among the general population, though it is understood to varying degrees in the major tourist resorts. Class differences in Andorra are quite clear and usually evident in certain areas, such as a residence. Other indicators of social differences are seen in fashion. The Andorran elite sport well-known international brands, which contrasts with the sobriety of the rest of society. Automobiles are also a highly visible indicator of consumption. Even though the entire society is motorized, only a minority has access to such luxury cars as Rolls-Royce, Mercedes, Audi, and BMW. Practically all the original Andorran population belongs to the high or medium-high stratum of society as the first group to arrive in the nation. The rest of the Spanish population is basically salaried, although there are executive groups and small entrepreneurs among them. Most Portuguese are found in less skilled labor positions, especially in hospitality and construction. The French population comprises bureaucrats and small-scale entrepreneurs in hospitality or commerce. Religion The Constitution provides for freedom of religion, and the government generally respects this right in practice. There is no state religion, but the population is predominantly Catholic, at 88.2%, and has a special relationship with the Roman Catholic Church, which receives privileges not available to other faiths. Other Christian denominations include the Anglican Church, the Unification Church, the New Apostolic Church, and Jehovah's Witnesses. Roman Catholicism is hegemonic, which means ruling or dominant in a society. Although there are other Christian denominations, apart from Jehovah's Witnesses, there are no public religious alternatives in Andorra. The small Muslim community is primarily made up of North African immigrants. There is a small community of Hindus and Baha'is, and roughly 100 Jews living in Andorra. History The Iberian tribe, Andosans, are known to have inhabited the valleys of Andorra between the 7th and 2nd centuries BC. 
The presence of Roman influence is recorded from the 2nd century BC to the 5th century AD. With the fall of the Roman Empire, the Visigoths ruled over the area. This lasted about 200 years, during which time Christianity spread. When the Muslim Empire began overthrowing the Visigoths, Andorra was sheltered from these invaders from the Franks. It is believed that the French leader Charlemagne gave the people of Andorra a charter in exchange for 5,000 soldiers from Andorra to fight against the Moors. Andorra remained part of the Frankish Marca Hispanica, the buffer zone between the Frankish Empire and the Muslim territories. At that time, Andorra was part of the territory ruled by the Count of Urgell. Tradition holds that Andorra was guaranteed, as a local municipal charter was written, Carta de Poblament, by the son of Charlemagne, Louis the Pious, in about 805 AD. In the year 988, the Count of Urgell gave the Andorran valleys to the Diocese of Urgell in exchange for land in Cerdanya. Since then, the Bishop of Urgell has been co-prince of Andorra. Before 1095, Andorra didn't have any military protection, and the Bishop of Urgell knew that the Count of Urgell wanted to reclaim the Andorran valleys. So he asked the Lord of Caboe for help and protection. In the year 1095, the Lord of Caboe and the Bishop of Urgell signed under oath a declaration of their co-sovereignty over Andorra. At this time, the economy was based on livestock and agriculture, as well as on furs and weaving. At the end of the 11th century, the first foundries began to appear. In the 13th century, there was a dispute between the Bishop of Urgell and the Count of Foix as an aftermath of the Cathar Crusade. The conflict was resolved in 1278 with the signing of the first pariage, which stated that Andorra's sovereignty be shared between the Count of Foix, whose title would ultimately transfer to the French head of state, and the Bishop of Urgell in Catalonia. This is how the principality received its territorial and political form. A second pariage was signed in 1288, prohibiting the construction of military structures in the country. In 1364, the political organization of the country named the figure of the syndic, now acting as spokesman and president of the parliament, as a representative of the Andorans to their co-princes, making possible the creation of local departments. In the 15th century, forges were in demand and this was an important economic activity for the country. The country also has a unique and experienced guild of weavers, founded in 1604, which was taking advantage of the thermal waters of the area. At this time, the country was characterized by the social system of prohoms, wealthy society, and kusselers, the rest of the population with smaller economic acquisition. In 1601, the Tribunal de Courts, or the High Court of Justice, was created as a result of the Huguenot rebellions in France, Inquisition courts coming from Spain, and witchcraft-related beliefs native to the area, all in the context of Reformation. With the passage of time, the co-title to Andorra passed to the kings of Navarre. After Henry III of Navarre became king of France, he issued an edict in 1607 that established the head of the French state and the bishop of Urgell as co-princes of Andorra, 
a political arrangement that continues up to the present time. In 1617, communal councils formed a militia to deal with the rise of the brigandage, or highway robbery, and the Consel de la Terra was defined and structured in terms of its composition, organization, and competences current today. At this time, they continued with the same economic system with a large production of metallurgy. Tobacco was introduced as an important trade in 1629. The Fair of Andorra la Vela was ratified by the co-princes in 1371 and 1448 being the most important annual national festival commercially ever since. In 1702, the Consel de la Terra located its headquarters in the Tribunal de Courts in Casa de la Val. The manor house, built in 1580, served as a noble fortress of the Bousquet family. The Parliament building housed the Closet of the Six Keys, representing each Andorran parish, and the Andorran constitution, as well as other documents and written laws. In both the Reapers' War and the War of the Spanish Succession, the Andorran people, although professing to be a neutral country, supported the Catalans, who saw their rights reduced in 1716. The reaction was the promotion of Catalan writings in Andorra, with cultural works such as the Book of Privileges, Manual Digest, and the Polita Andorra. After the French Revolution, Napoleon I re-established the co-principate in 1809 and removed the French medieval title. In 1812-1813, the First French Empire annexed Catalonia during the Peninsula War and divided the region into four departments, with Andorra as a part of the district of Puigcerda. In 1814, an imperial decree re-established the independence and economy of Andorra. In 1866, the syndic Guillaume Diarani Plandolit led the reformist group in a council general of 24 members elected by suffrage limited to heads of families. The council general replaced the aristocratic oligarchy that previously ruled the state. The new reform, or Nova Reforma, began after the ratification by both co-princes and established the basis of the constitution and symbols, such as the tricolor flag of Andorra. A new service economy arose as a demand of the valley inhabitants, and they began to build infrastructure such as hotels, spa resorts, roads, and telegraph lines. The authorities of the co-princes banned casinos and betting houses throughout the country. The ban resulted in an economic conflict for the Andorran people. The conflict led to the so-called Revolution of 1881, when revolutionaries assaulted the house of the syndic on the 8th of December in 1880 and established a Provisional Revolutionary Council. The Provisional Revolutionary Council allowed for the construction of casinos and spas by foreign companies. Tensions rose when the population was divided between the pro-bishops pro-French, and the nationalists. Andorra participated in the cultural movement of the Catalan Renaxenca between 1882 and 1887. The first academic schools were formed where trilingual studies coexisted with the official language Catalan. Romantic authors from France and Spain reported the awakening of the national consciousness of the country. 
a great economic crisis arose in the second half of the 19th century. Waves of emigration continued to decimate the population and its activity. It was at this time that the country saw a wave of protests and in which, for the first time, it was possible to implement universal male suffrage, authorized only to men of legal age and enduring nationality. This was unprecedented, because before that, it was still living under the new Reformation regime, which was completely obsolete and inadequate with the turn of the 20th century. It continued to give the votes to a privileged few, and didn't contemplate the participation of women. In addition to that, Andorran politicians wanted to show that Andorra was a bucolic state, with the aim of avoiding any kind of foreign interference in Andorran affairs. The government tried to ban the collection of signatures that the emigrants carried out in Andorra to give the right to vote to all adults and change the constitution to transform Andorra into a constitutional monarchy. The feelings of the Spanish Republic did not change towards Andorra, and it continued to be treated as part of Spanish territory. Spain sought to eradicate the co-principality, where France tried to preserve it. To further tensions, the construction of the hydroelectric power plant exposed other internal problems. The project needed many workers, hiring over 2,000. To reactivate domestic economic activity, the General Council wanted the company to hire Andorans. But in the end, the majority hired were Spanish, French, Catalan, or Galician. Working conditions were terrible, and there was a distinct inequality in the pay and treatment of the basic workers versus those holding the technical positions who were mostly Swiss. The workers of the power plant belonged mostly to the Catalan Regional Labor Confederation, a subsidiary of the CNT, the Anarchist Union. Catalan unions supported the demands of the power plant workers, who demanded decent living, hygiene, and working conditions. The Andorran Parliament, which was made up of bourgeois, upper class, never saw the need to regulate the labor market and saw the workers' demands as a threat to the disappearance of the co-principality regime with clear will to transform Andorra into a republic. The Andorran Youth Association joined the demands of the FHASA workers of the power plant, and because of this, the parliament found another rival. Three successive riots took place between 1931 and 1933, which led the Andorran parliament to form the first national police force, with the stated intention of repressing any strike or demonstration contrary to what was dictated by the parliament. This led to the conflict known as the Revolution of 1933. The Young Andorans, a trade union, took advantage of the fact that the Andorran police were busy repressing the FHASA strikes, burst into the Casse de Laval on April 5th of 1933, confiscating its keys, closing its doors, and forcing Parliament to approve the extension of the right to vote. The coup began with the reading of a manifesto in Parliament containing seven items. The Parliament ended up approving the electoral reform from which universal male suffrage was established in Andorra. The coup was very badly received by the delegations of the two co-princes. It was considered by France and the Vatican that its sovereignty was being disputed. The co-princes made many attempts to suppress the power of the Andorran Parliament, 
yet the French and Spanish princes were criticized by the populace in both countries. A general election took place in which two rival camps ran. One, the young Andorans with the name Unio Andorana, who were in favor of changing the co-principality regime and making Andorra a sovereign state with a constitutional monarchy. They also supported universal suffrage for men. The second group was the integral national group who opposed the changes to the government as well as universal suffrage. The elections ended up giving an overwhelming victory to the integral nationalist group. During World War II, Andorra remained neutral and was an important smuggling route between Vichy, France, and Francoste, Spain. In World War II, certain groups organized themselves to help victims of oppression in Nazi-occupied countries, while participating in smuggling to help Andorra survive. In the capital city, there was a smuggling black market network of propaganda, culture, and cinematic art not prone to totalitarian regimes. The network was maintained after the war, when film societies were formed, where movies, music, and books censored in Franco's Spain were imported, thus becoming an anti-censorship attraction for the Catalan or foreign public even within Andorra. The Andorran opening to the capitalist economy resulted in two axes, mass tourism and the country's tax exemption. The first steps toward the capitalist boom dated from the 1930s with the construction of the FHASA, which was that power plant, and the creation of professional banking. Shortly after, activities such as skiing and shopping became a tourist attraction, with the inauguration of ski resorts and cultural entities in the late 1930s. In April 1968, a social health insurance system was created. The 1960s brought what is commonly known as the Andorran Dream. They were experiencing radical changes in the economy and culture. Radio Andorra was proof of this, being the number one musical radio station in Europe in this period, with guests and speakers of great importance. During this period, Andorra achieved a GDP per capita and a life expectancy higher than most countries of that time. Its thriving tourist industry, along with developments in transport and communications, had removed the country from isolation. In 1982, a first separation of powers took place when instituting the Gouverne de Andorra under the name of Executive Board Consel Executiu, chaired by the first Prime Minister Oscar Ribas Reg, with the approval of the co-princes. In 1989, the Principality signed an agreement with the EEC to regularize trade relations. Its political system was modernized in 1993 after the Andorran constitutional referendum when the constitution was drafted by the co-princes and the General Council and approved on 14th of March by 74.2% of voters, which is a 76% turnout. The first elections under the new constitution were held later in the year. This same year, Andorra became a member of the United Nations and the Council of Europe. In mid-2006, the monetary agreement with the European Union was formalized, which allowed Andorra to use the euro in an official way, as well as coin its own euro currency. Current Political and Humanitarian Issues Andorra has a parliamentary system of government and regularly holds free and fair elections. 
Political rights and civil liberties are generally respected. However, the country has strict naturalization criteria, and more than 50% of the population consists of non-citizens who do not have the right to vote. Women's rights activists continue to call on the government to decriminalize abortion, objecting to the fact that reform has been blocked in part by resistance from one of the country's two unelected heads of state, the Roman Catholic Bishop of Urgell. In July, a leading activist was charged with slander against state institutions after she testified about the issue before a UN committee in 2019. The small Muslim and Jewish communities lack dedicated cemeteries, and the country has no recognized mosque. Since there is no direct taxation in Andorra, this limits the capacity to implement welfare programs. The principal demands of foreign workers, the most fragile and needy social sector, focus on housing and child care in order to secure the position of female workers. Recently, the government attempted a low-interest credit system through Andorran banks to encourage home ownership, but the results were below expectations. The number of child care centers has grown but still fails to meet demand. There was a marked segregation on the basis of gender roles until the late 20th century, but with rapid urbanization, changes in lifestyles, and the commercial orientation of the economy, there has been a rapid modification in the economic and work roles of women. Today, their public visibility is total, even if their presence in political spheres remains inferior to that of men, despite consistent progress. And there is a notable wage gap between men and women. Government Andorra is a parliamentary co-principality, the only one in existence with the President of France and the Catholic Bishop of Urgell from Catalonia, Spain, as the co-princes. The politics of Andorra take place in a framework of a parliamentary representative democracy, whereby the head of government is the chief executive and of a pluriform, multi-party state. The Parliament of Andorra is known as the General Council. The General Council consists of between 28 and 42 councillors. The councillors serve for four-year terms, and elections are held between the 30th and 40th days following the dissolution of the previous council. Half are elected in equal numbers by each of the seven administrative parishes, and the other half of the councillors are elected in a single national constituency. Fifteen days after the election, the councillors hold their inauguration. During this session, the syndic general, who is the head of the general council, and the sub-syndic general, his assistant, are elected. Eight days later, the council convenes once more. During this session, the head of government is chosen from among the councillors. Candidates can be proposed by a minimum of one-fifth of the councillors. The council then elects the candidate with the absolute majority of votes to be head of government. The syndic general then notifies the co-princes, who in turn appoints the elected candidate as the head of government of Andorra. The General Council is also responsible for proposing and passing laws. Bills may be presented to the Council as private members' bills, by three of the local parish councils jointly, or by at least one-tenth of the citizens of Andorra. The Council also approves the annual budget of the Principality. Once any bill is approved, the Syndic General is responsible for presenting it to the co-princes so that they may sign and enact it. If the head of government is not satisfied with the council, he may request that the co-princes dissolve the council 
and order new elections. In turn, the councillors have the power to remove the head of government from office. After a motion of censure is approved by at least one-fifth of the councillors, the council will vote, and if it receives the absolute majority of votes, the head of government is removed. Andorra doesn't have its own armed forces. There is a very small body of volunteers willing to undertake ceremonial duties, such as presenting the flag of Andorra at official ceremonial functions. Uniforms and weaponry have been passed down from generation to generation within families and communities. Responsibility for defending the nation rests primarily with France and Spain. However, in case of emergencies or natural disasters, the somatent, which is an alarm, is called, and all able-bodied men between 21 and 60 of Andorra nationality must serve. That is why all Andorans, and especially the head of each house, usually the eldest able-bodied man of a house, should, by law, keep a rifle, even though the law also states that the police will offer a firearm in case of need. There is a police force, small but modern and well-equipped, with around 240 officers supported by civilian assistance. There is also the GIPA, a small special forces unit trained in counterterrorism and hostage recovery tasks. There is a full-time fire brigade, which has a staff of around 120 firefighters. Crime in Andorra is very low. The most frequent crimes are robbery, fraud, and drug trafficking. Universal suffrage is at 18 years of age. The judiciary is composed of the Magistrates' Court, the Criminal Law Court, the High Court of Andorra, and the Constitutional Court. The High Court of Justice is composed of five judges, one appointed by the head of government, one each by the co-princes, one by the syndic general, and one by the judges and magistrates. It is presided over by the member appointed by the syndic general, and the judges hold office for six-year terms. The magistrates and judges are appointed by the High Court, as is the president of the criminal law court. The High Court also appoints members of the Office of the Attorney General. The Constitutional Court is responsible for interpreting the Constitution and reviewing all appeals of unconstitutionality against laws and treaties. It is composed of four judges, one appointed by each of the co-princes and two by the General Counsel. They serve eight-year terms. The court is presided over by one of the judges on a two-year rotation so that each judge at one point will preside over the court. Citizenship Citizenship is not granted at birth. Citizenship, by descent, is granted only if the mother is an Andorran citizen or the father was born Andorran and both parents maintain permanent residence in Andorra. Dual citizenship is not recognized. Residency requirements for naturalization is 25 years. Economy Tourism, the mainstay of Andorran's tiny, well-to-do economy, accounts for roughly 80% of GDP. An estimated 10.2 million tourists visit annually, attracted by Andorra's duty-free status and by its summer and winter sports. One of the main sources of income in Andorra is tourism, from ski resorts, which total over 175 kilometers, or 109 miles, of ski ground. The sport brings in over 7 million visitors annually and an estimated 340 million euros per year 
sustaining 2,000 direct and 10,000 indirect jobs at present since 2007. The banking sector, with its tax haven status, also contributes substantially to the economy, with revenues raised exclusively through import tariffs. The financial and insurance sector accounts for approximately 19% of GDP. Agricultural production is limited. Only 1.7% of the land is arable, and most food has to be imported. Some tobacco is grown locally. The principal livestock activity is domestic sheep raising. Manufacturing output consists mainly of cigarettes, cigars, and furniture. There are also some perfumes and cosmetic products, products of the printing industry, electrical machinery and equipment, and clothing. Andorra's natural resources include hydroelectric power, mineral water, timber, iron ore, and lead. Andorra is not a member of the EU, but enjoys a special relationship with it, such as being treated as an EU member for trade in manufactured goods on tariffs and as a non-EU member for agricultural products. Andorra has traditionally had one of the world's lowest unemployment rates. In 2019, it stood at 2%. Exports, $111 million, 2019. The main exports include integrated circuits, orthopedic appliances, essential oils, cars, and tanned equine and bovine hides. Other items were tobacco products and furniture. Export partners were Spain, France, U.S., Mauritania, and Netherlands. For imports, $1.47 billion. That was from 2019. Main imports include cars, refined petroleum, perfumes, shaving products, and hard liquor. Other products were consumer goods, food, fuel, and electricity. Major import partners were Spain, France, Germany, Italy, and Netherlands. Urbanism and Architecture The population is unevenly distributed and is concentrated in the seven urbanized valleys that make up the country's parishes, which are political administrative divisions. Most Andorran land is of communal ownership, including the woods and alpine meadows that occupy more than 80% of the territory. Private property is found near villages, constituted by homes, rural structures, cultivated fields, and gardens. The only properties of the state are the rivers and their banks, the roads and highways. The capital of Andorra, Andorra la Vela, has a population of just over 20,000 people, so it is small and compact, yet there's so much to see and do. There's a lively cafe and bar culture, The main street has galleries showcasing local art, handicraft shops, and restaurants. There are guided tours of Casa de la Vale, a historic building dating from the 16th century, famed for its period artwork and historically significant documents. Also of note is the Sant Esteve Church, built in the 12th century that features ornate wooden decorations. To get a scenic view overlooking the city, you can go to Plaza del Poble, the main square of the city, which sits atop the roof of an administrative complex. Households The family remains the basic social unit. Most enterprises and business are organized through the family. These family groups incorporate a married pair and their children. 
Formerly, the inheritance system passed nearly all the patrimony to one of the sons. Today, this tendency is maintained only at a symbolic level through the transmission of the family home. In the case of rural holdings, only the inheriting son can marry and reside with his wife and children on the family land. However, current family businesses are different. Any child can remain tied to the family business after marriage, although there remains a tendency towards an heir who will follow their father in the operation of the business. Marriage Marriage is not controlled by any limits except class, and not always by that. Marriages between Andorans and Spaniards or French are normal. Child-rearing Andorran children, as in many other European nations, are placed in childcare settings before the age of three, and much of their care and instruction is carried out by scholastic institutions. Insufficient relationships between parents and children are noticeable at times. The extended work hours of parents, who often don't return home until 8.30 p.m., contribute to this. Cases of youth maladjustment, quite frequent in Andorra affecting all social sectors, are explained by psychologists as stemming from this relationship deficit. Culture Andorra is home to folk dances and folk music. Andorra participated regularly in the Eurovision Song Contest between 2004 and 2009, being the only participating country presenting songs in Catalan. The Summer Solstice Fire Festivals in the Pyrenees was included as UNESCO Intangible Cultural Heritage in 2015. The Summer Solstice Fire Festivals take place in the Pyrenees each year on the same night when the sun is at its zenith. Once night falls, people from different towns and villages carry flaming torches down the mountains to light a variety of traditionally constructed beacons. The descent is a special moment for young people, signifying the transition from adolescence to adulthood. The festival is considered a time for regenerating social ties and strengthening feelings of belonging, identity, and continuity, with celebrations including popular folklore and communal dining. Roles are assigned to specific people. In some municipalities, the mayor is involved with lighting the first beacon. In others, a priest blesses or lights the fire. Elsewhere, the most recently married man lights the fire and leads the descent to the village. Often young, unmarried girls await the arrival of the torchbearers in the village with wine and sweet pastries. In the morning, people collect embers or ashes to protect their homes or gardens. The element has deep roots among local communities and is perpetuated thanks to a network of associations and local institutions. The most important locus of transmission is the family where people keep the memory of this heritage alive. Another UNESCO World Heritage Site found in Andorra is the Madru Perafita Claror Valley. It is a glacial valley in the southeast of Andorra. It covers an area of 42.47 square kilometers, approximately 9% of the total area of the country, and is part of the second largest watershed basin in Andorra. The isolated valley is recognized as a haven for rare or endangered wildlife. Education Children between the ages of 6 and 16 are required by law to have full-time education. Education up to secondary level is provided free of charge by the government. There are three systems of school, 
Andorran, French, and Spanish, which use Catalan, French, and Spanish languages respectively as the main language of instruction. Parents may choose which system their children attend. All schools are built and maintained by Andorran authorities, but teachers in the French and Spanish schools are paid for the most part by France and Spain. 39% of Andorran children attend Andorran schools, 33% attend French schools, and 28% Spanish schools. The University of Andorra is the state public university and is the only university in Andorra. It was established in 1997. It provides first-level degrees in nursing, computer science, business administration, and educational sciences, in addition to higher professional education courses. The only two graduate schools in Andorra are the Nursing School and the School of Computer Science, the latter having a Ph.D. program. There is the Virtual Studies Center at the university, which principally serves as the Center for Virtual Studies connected to Spanish and French universities. Roughly 11% of the population between 18 and 24 attends university, especially in Spain and France. The literacy rate is at 100%. Healthcare. Medical care is guaranteed through a general hospital, situated in the capital, as well as various clinics and private medical centers. Every population center has a family medical service. Alongside official medicine, there are traditional curing practices based on herbal knowledge. There are no shamanistic practices of curing in Andorra. Life expectancy. Andorra has the eighth highest life expectancy in the world at 83 years. That was a number from 2020. Food. The food is mainly of ethnic Catalan origin, although it has adopted other elements of French and Italian cuisines. Typical dishes of the country include escudella, often referred to as Andorra's national dish. It is typically eaten in winter and on holy days including Christmas. It is a hearty stew containing chicken, veal, meatballs, pig snout and trotters, and butifara sausage. It also contains potatoes, cabbage, and white beans or chickpeas. Often large pasta shells are added. Then there's trinksat, a mixture of mashed potatoes, cabbage, and leeks. These are fried with cubes of bacon or pork fat. Then there's cargols, or snails, a popular dish, cargols a la luna, in which the snails are oven-roasted and eaten either with olive oil, salt, and aioli, or with a paprika-infused vinaigrette. Then there's embotites. These are cured meats and include different types of Andorran sausages, hams, and black puddings. Cunillo, which means rabbit. This is cooked in a variety of ways, but most commonly it is stewed in a rich tomato sauce with onions and white wine. Then there's cannelloni andorana. It mixes minced lamb, pork, and chicken with a white bechamel sauce as the filling for the pasta. There's quince aioli. The quince is a tree fruit that is like a pear, and aioli is a sauce made of garlic, salt, and olive oil. Then there's chicory salad. Wild chicory can be seen growing on many of the mountainsides and is often picked to be made into a salad. It is typically topped with pieces of bacon and nuts. Then they serve also duck with winter pear. They serve lamb baked in the oven with nuts. Then there's coca mesegada. Cocas are a snack or dessert eaten across Catalonia and Andorra. They can be sweet or savory. 
one of the most traditional, kis, the sweet kind, eaten on special occasions such as the Night de saint Yon festival on June 23rd. It consists of a flat oval sweet bread topped with candied dried fruits and almonds. Some even contain stripes of creamy custard. Then there's crema andorana, similar to the creme brulee, being a creamy custard-like dessert, but instead of the burnt sugar top, it's accompanied by freshly whipped cream. They also serve duck confit with mushrooms, spinach with raisins and pine nuts, stuffed merguez, which are mushrooms with pork, dandelion salad, there's trucha a la andorana, a freshwater river trout which is grilled and wrapped in a ham. There's also a lot of game, such as wild boar or hare, and many varieties of wild mushrooms. Popular drinks include mulled wine and beer. The Arts Andorans constructed beautiful works of Romanesque art during the 9th through 14th centuries, as seen in the making of bridges, churches, and religious murals and statues of the Virgin and Child. Antoni Morel, a writer from Andorra, wrote a book entitled Boris I, Re de Andorra, biography of Boris Gossirev. He wrote other items, too. Conservatories of music and art schools are scattered around the nation. In music, the two great figures of classical music, the Claret brothers, who played violoncello and violin, have gained great prestige throughout Europe. Celebrations Given the commercial orientation of the nation, which remains open for business, especially when neighboring nations have holidays, the only formal holidays are Christmas and New Year's Day. Then they have Constitution Day on March 14th, which is a public holiday. Then there is Our Lady of Medicsal Day on September 8th, which is a national holiday. On the last Saturday of every May, the Canelich Gathering is celebrated. It is undoubtedly the biggest religious event, bringing together numerous visitors year after year. The gathering promotes generosity and sharing among all pilgrims who come there. Then there's the Rose Festival, El Rosa de Ordino. It is traditionally celebrated by the youth, going out into the fields the day before to pick roses to use to place in bouquets or baskets to present to women. The celebration was religious in the morning and included a parade and a harvest in the afternoon. It ended with a dance at night. Then there's Andorra La Vela Fair. The origins of this fair are found in the old farmer's markets where the local people would buy food and products for the home to help them get through the harsh Pyrenean winters. For in those long-gone times, it was much more difficult to travel around the country due to the adverse weather conditions. It was in the 1980s that the fair began to be transformed, and by the 1990s it had become one of the leading multi-sector shows in the Pyrenean region, accommodating more than 150 exhibitors, with the modern focus particularly on tourism, leisure, sport, recreation, and healthy lifestyles. Sports Andorra is famous for the practice of winter sports. Andorra has the largest territory for ski slopes in the Pyrenees, 3,100 hectares and about 350 kilometers of slopes, and two ski resorts. Gran Valera is the largest and most popular resort. Other popular sports played in Andorra include football, rugby union, basketball, and roller hockey. Andorans also enjoy cycling, volleyball, judo, Australian rules football, 
handball, swimming, gymnastics, tennis, and motorsports. As one of the Catalan countries, Andorra is home to a team of Castellers, or Catalan human tower builders. Andorra first participated at the Olympic Games in 1976. The country has appeared in every Winter Olympic Games since then. Transportation The nearest major airports are outside of the country, at Toulouse and Barcelona, both a three hours drive from Andorra. There are heliports with commercial helicopter services. Andorra has a network of 279 kilometers, or 173 miles of roads, of which about one-third is unpaved. The two main roads out of Andorra-La Vela are the CG1 to the Spanish border and the CG2 to the French border. Bus services are mostly run by private companies, but some local ones are operated by the government. There are hourly bus services from both Barcelona and Toulouse airports to Andorra. The nearest railway station is 10 kilometers or 6 miles east of Andorra, which provides service from the southeast of Andorra to Toulouse and on to Paris by the French high-speed trains. Communications Mobile and fixed telephone and internet services are operated exclusively by the Andorra National Telecommunications Company, SOM, also known as Andorra Telecom. The same company also manages the technical infrastructure for national broadcasting of digital television and radio. In 2010, Andorra became the first country to provide a direct optical fiber link to all homes and businesses. About 50% of the inhabitants have fixed-line telephones. That was from 2017. About 104 in 100 inhabitants have mobile cellular, also from 2017. Internet users are at 97.9% of the population, a number from 2016. Broadband fixed subscribers number 45 out of 100 inhabitants. That number was from 2017. The first commercial radio station to broadcast was Radio Andorra, which was active from 1939 to 1981. On October 12, 1989, the General Council established radio and television as essential public services, creating and managing the entity, ORTA, which later, on April 13th of 2000, became the public company Radio y Televisio de Andorra, which is RTVA. Additional TV and radio stations from Spain and France are available via digital terrestrial television and IPTV. There are three national newspapers, as well as several local newspapers. Energy 100% of the population has electricity. It exports about 6,000 kilowatt hours, and that was from 2015, and imports 471.3 million kilowatt hours. That was from 2015. Environment On July 12th of 2019, the Department of Agriculture of Andorra has agreed to offer a strategic support to the Secretariat of the Mountain Partnership, officially becoming a champion for mountains. The Principality of Andorra is already a member of the Mountain Partnership, a United Nations voluntary alliance committed to improving the lives of mountain peoples and protecting their environments globally. Over the next two and a half years, the government of Andorra will support several events 
to lend maximum assistance to the actions and priorities of the Mountain Partnership. Segment 3. Who is? Jose Claverol. A pioneer and Doran photographer, his works and those of his son, Valenti Claverol, include over 700 negatives and prints, as well as a very important part of the history of the Principality, in cinematographic format, representing almost a century's worth of images, both still and in movement. This immense collection in itself, part of the history of Andorra. Jose Claverol took the oldest photograph of the archives back in 1874. The earliest images in cinematographic format within the collections are from 1932. The collections are part of the Valenti Claverol archives, and are preserved by the private Valenti Claverol Foundation. Boris Gossirev. He was born January 1896 and died in February 1989. He was a Russian adventurer, international swindler, and pretender who attempted to seize the monarchy of the Principality of Andorra during the early 1930s, styling himself Boris I of Andorra. Let's see how he did this. He was born in Lithuania, but later went to England seeking asylum in 1917 with the outbreak of the Russian Revolution. He even enlisted in the British Army for the end of World War I. He told the Times that he had served in the Royal Naval Air Service, which was sent to Russia to fight against the Germans. Following World War I, Skosirev was mentioned in multiple newspapers, for check fraud and swindling of a gold watch. He was alleged to have served in the British Foreign Office and partaken in several classified missions which took him to Siberia, Japan, and the United States. He was noted by his superiors in his post-action report for his gift for languages, which gave him an ability to connect with foreigners. He moved to Netherlands in the mid-1920s, where he was in a list of prominent foreign revolutionaries in 1924, prepared by the General Intelligence and Security Service, in which he was a noted international swindler. Despite this, Skosirev falsely acclaimed to have been working in the royal household of the Netherlands. Through his visits to Andorra, Skosirev worked on gaining power. He proposed to make Andorra one of the most important business centers in the world. During extensive conversations with local politicians, in May of 1934, Skosirev presented the government of Andorra a document in which he justified his intentions of rule. He asked to be proclaimed Prince of Andorra in exchange for setting his plans for the country into motion. Through falsely portraying himself as a member of the European aristocracy, Skosirev proposed freedoms, modernization, foreign investments, and the recognition of a tax haven to Andorra through his self-published constitution. Boris's proposal was almost entirely supported by the chamber, with only one advisor against the remaining 23 who formed the council. This, however, is entirely unsupported by any contemporary source. Instead, it was reported at the time that Boris was known in Andorra where he was considered a disturbed person. The false reign of King Boris was only to last a few days. Boris declared war on the Bishop of Urgell, who asked the Spanish authorities to act. Three constables and a sergeant were sent to apprehend Boris. The next day he was placed before a judge. On July 23rd of 1934, he was transferred to Madrid. 
The remainder of his life was a series of releases from various prisons and resentencing for other crimes. In the end, he was sentenced to 25 years of forced labor in a Siberian camp by the Soviets. He was released in 1956 and died in Germany in 1989. Segment 4, Who Would Have Thought? Andorra was ranked first for life expectancy at birth in 2011. In 2013, it ranked number one in life expectancy for men, being the age of 81. It ranked first for GDP for industry amongst landlocked countries in 2013. It ranked first for international tourism for number of arrivals per capita globally in 2011. It ranked first lowest in violent crime rate in the areas of rape in 2010 and murder in 2004. Andorra produces a lot of tobacco on its very limited space for farming. There used to be a cigarette factory in Andorra, and because of its status as a tax haven, you could purchase cigarettes there much cheaper than in Spain or France. Cigarette smuggling has long time been a problem, where people would head to the mountaintops to smuggle the product into Spain or France. Andorra is one of the few places in Europe where you can still smoke indoors in public places. Andorra is the world's only co-principality, being ruled by two princes, and to further the uniqueness of this, they are not Andorran, nor ruling from Andorra. Andorra is the only country in the world with Catalan as its official language. Andorra has no national bank and has never had its own currency. Andorra la Vela is the highest capital city in Europe at 1,023 meters or 3,356 feet. Andorra has the most tourists per capita in the world. There are over 10 million visitors per year and a population of only 77,000. The vast majority of the visitors to Andorra are Spanish and French citizens who go there to shop and purchase fuel at cheaper prices. Andorra is home to the largest spa complex in all of Europe. It is located in the capital city, Andorra la Vela, at what is called the Center Thermoludic Caldea, a towering pyramid made from glass. It stretches over 6,000 square meters, with both indoor and outdoor lagoon areas for guests to swim and float in, as well as sauna, hot tubs, and a range of in-house features that provide unique treatments. Andorra has an igloo hotel with five rooms made entirely from ice and snow, as well as a restaurant, spa, living rooms, and a warm room. It has soft pastel lighting, exquisite ice carvings, snow sculptures, and beds covered in soft furs to keep you warm. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode on Andorra in our Nations of the World podcast series. In our next episode, see how a nation after 27 years of civil war is slowly emerging as a major economic powerhouse in Africa and has one of the fastest-growing economies in the world. Yet, in an article from the New York Times in March 2015, it said, This is a country laden with oil, diamonds, Porsche-driving millionaires, and toddlers starving to death. New UNICEF figures show this well-off but corrupt African nation is ranked number one in the world in the rate at which children die before the age of five. Does this nation have a plan to improve that number? Please be sure to subscribe to Nations of the World podcasts so that you won't miss our next episode on Angola. 
gaining knowledge about other people and their culture is often the best way to understanding who they are and why they do things a certain way. This in turn can make us less fearful of differences and hopefully more accepting. Let's face it, we're all human and we all share the same world.